Radio Shouty. Shouty. Digital. Q. Ay, cut up the station. It's about that time for Fila. Most likely he a small fry if he was stamped by Beehive. It's one in one station only. They got the streets on fire. So please do not touch the dial. Cut with Fina go live. What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Of course you know it's your boy Beehive Radio Shouty And stepping in the building, I got one of my favorite A-Town rappers, legend and icon himself Young Dro off in this thing What's good with it, boss? What's going on, Beehive? I mean, Dro, first of all, man It seems like every time I leave out the house and go to a concert <laughs> It's featuring Young Dro out here in these streets yeah, One music fan Freak Nick, yeah. birthday bad. Yeah. Everywhere I go, this band put it on the show But then also, not only do you put on that show you go acapella on these folks. Yeah. And really give them a show, man. Talk to me about just putting it down for the town and then the love that you receive every time you touch down in the city. I mean, m- most of the time, man, when I when, when they call me for the show, it, it almost be like, you have to, you feel me? Because it's, it's real Atlanta. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And just the, on, on, on top of that, I'm just a good rapper, yeah. I, 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 I would say. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, what the en- the energy I might give out, man, in at these shows, I really, really like. That's one of my main things to do is actually give off a good show. Like yeah. you know what I mean, like, and going acapella is just something like I studied over the years. You know, yeah. Like you, you know, um, I always used to say like master the craft before you go outside and let somebody hear it. Yeah. And most of the time when I let people hear it outside, it wasn't a beat. Yeah, you feel me? So I, I was really in tune with how I sound without yeah. the beat. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, Dro, when you jumped off the porch, realizing that you wanted to do this music, man, did you know that you was gonna go down a legend doing it, or was it just like I'm gonna get this thing a shot and whatever the hell happens, happen? Nah, I, I pretty much knew I was gonna be something. Talk to me. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> um, because like because of the people that I um. I studied, you know yeah. what I mean? I studied the Pox and the, the Biggies and the Nas's and the Raekwons and stuff like that. So it was almost like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you it's something's gonna come out from that, you know, in juvenile. Like, you know, one thing I asked for, you know, I, I prayed for was like longevity, uh, you know what I mean? And that's exactly what God granted me with. When it came to growing up and listening to that music and having them musical inspirations and stuff like that, in the A, in them early days with your cast and your goodies, mm-hmm. how do you feel like they impacted you as far as the hip hop scene? Um, when when uh when I first when I first heard them, it was like because I I'm a fan of South music, yeah. But I, I really was like I like lyrics, so mm-hmm. when I heard when I heard cast. It was almost like, oh, okay, you can you can actually do this, and you yeah. don't have to dance because I really don't know how to dance like this. So, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So it was a, it was a way out for me, man, because it they was actually saying some stuff. Yeah, you feel me? Because you know I went to the north for the lyrics and yeah. like you know what I mean. Um, to try to figure out what a lyrical rapper was, and I knew I wanted to be lyrical, and and when I heard Cass and Good Mob. It was almost like I was blown away. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and to actually see them at JJ's, you know what I'm saying, shoot the video that they shot at JJ's and yeah. all that. You feel what I'm saying? And you know to see Gilt riding around 
You yep. know what I mean? You yep. see Gil round around, and I was like, and, and, and I saw him on like a lot. You yep. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, you know, and when I saw when I when I kept seeing Gip, I was like, yeah, hey, I can I can do this. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's I think that's why a lot of people see me around a lot. Yeah. I, mean? I kind of like got it from. I pick up from you know good people. You know exactly. What I mean? You know exactly. You can actually touch it. You know Facts. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, talk to me about. Early on, man, when you saw Crisscross blow, okay, what was that like when them boys had the whole world jumping and everybody was thinking to themselves, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, it was our mind was blown. Like we was, we was in middle school. You know, we used to walk around Greenbrier. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and uh, that's where they had got noticed that. Yeah. Man, we was at Green Rock like every every day. We was like, where y'all going to go to Green Rock? We was like, get on. You know what I'm saying? So we'd be walking around Green Rock, and then actually, like me and Chris Smith, like he sat in front, and yeah. I, I was like a desk behind. Mm. So we was really good friends, you know? Yeah. And um, to, to actually see that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We started rapping. I started wanting to rap then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was in middle school, and, and, and being able to. It's, I think, like, how close it was. That's why it's very important mm. for, like, celebrities or whatever that kids look up to to actually even go back. Exactly. You know I mean? Because if you never go back, they be like, well, I seen him on TV, you know. I seen him over here, but I seen him close up. Exactly. And he said something to me. Like, you know, we was kind of like, you got it's a moment there yeah. that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, growing up around Chris Smith, and being invited to shows and him sending us tickets, you know what I'm saying, to come to his shows yeah. and stuff like that. I remember they came to the Fox mm-hmm. and uh, all of us got our tickets, me, Corey, Leroy, mm-hmm. and we, you know, we we all got our tickets with our name on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Went down there and it was it was it was unbelievable. You know, these these guys with Michael Jackson and stuff <laughs> like that, you know, then we we from Bunch Middle School, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. To, to actually be around that really inspired me, you know? Talk to me about yourself, though, Dro, because you done inspired a whole generation of rappers as well, and yeah. then just being able to go back into those hoods, and when you see them young LAs, or you see them young artists coming up mm-hmm. and stamping them and co-signing them and working with them early on, what was that like for you passing that baton to the next generation at the same time, too? It was it was almost like, it was almost like my duty, you know what I mean? Um, I don't think, I don't think you living right if you don't want nobody else to shine. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I with wrong, you. Something wrong with you? Like it yeah. was, it was almost like reaching back, and um, and and helping out, or just giving an ear, or promoting it, or just pulling up on on people, like showing love. Like I remember pulling up on Young Thug before a lot of stuff had you know jumped up, and it was just. It was just the connection, yeah. knowing that you're a part of something that you can actually give a hand to. You know, it don't got to be much, yeah. but you know, the little bit that you give, you know, can keep the inspiration going in a person to where they can help out entire families and other people families. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So if you can help out a little bit with that, like it should be good. Like, and it did a lot for me too. Hell yeah, yeah. I mean, what is it that you think? it takes, or what are the qualities that you think somebody got to have to be a star? Because you a star, you have been around a whole bunch of other stars. Mm. What are the commonalities between everybody that somebody that's sitting at home watching this can say, you know what, I might be a star too? Uh, it take a concoction of things. Like, Talk to me. It take a little bit of arrogant. Yeah. A little bit, you know, uh, humble. Yeah. Um, you got to be determined. Um, 
most definitely got to know how to dress. <laughs> Come on now, <laughs> it, it's almost like it's it's a, it's almost like a cocktail of things that that makes a star. But I think the the um the the main ingredient is like being humble. Yeah, because it it levels you and it keeps you. You can go far with that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, that's the that's the most important thing I think. Like being being a humble person, it will actually actually get you far. And I think like a little bit of everything can help you get there too. You know what I mean? But a people's person, you know, somebody that's well with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, somebody that takes direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can you can stand constructive criticism, uh, but you gotta have the skin of an alligator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you Come on, you can't just you can't just and you know if you move out feelings a lot, it ain't really much for you. You know yeah. what I mean? You gotta learn how to take stuff that that you don't want to take. Like you know what I mean? You gotta learn how to accept things that you don't want to accept. What was that like maneuvering in this industry as an artist and having to be humble? And were there any times that you? After you got on, were there any times that you felt like this shit wasn't for you, or did you just say, you know what, I love it, this is what I'm gonna die to do? Um, yeah, I, I feel like I was tired, mm. but I didn't feel like it wasn't for me because this is the only thing I know how to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, did, did I want to stop? Sometimes, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean. Um, but not saying, saying it wasn't for me would just it would be like an insult to me. Yeah, because I know it's for me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I wish um, you, but. Like like one one to one to give it up sometimes, yeah, because it it, it barges into your personal. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I've had to sacrifice my daughter's birthdays, or you know, uh, yeah. when my son was born, I had to get on a jet and you know perform over here, and you know commitments that you commit to mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with your personal life and that you have to fall through with. Yeah, you know what I mean. All right, cool. It's your daughter's birthday, but mm, we didn't we didn't go over that when you were signing a million dollar contract. So you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we didn't. That that's not in the clause. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's you have to. So sometimes you be like, oh, damn, I wish I could just stop for a second. Exactly. Go home, I wish I could stop for a second and get get my uh, affairs in order. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, nobody in, like like the world really don't want to hear that. At all. You know what I mean? They really want you to, when they say show up, you got to show up. When they say keep this going, you got to keep it going. You know what I mean? And you have to sacrifice. You know, the sacrifices get bigger and bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the more we sacrifice, you know, the more we can obtain. But at the same time, we lose a lot. Yeah. You know, so sometimes I did want to stop. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say it wasn't for me, but I did want to press stop sometimes. Yeah. What was it like in them early stages with Raheem the Dream and Rocco them and you working your move trying to grow your fan base and coming up from the mud with it? What was that drove going through at that time when he was hungry just trying to get it? Uh, that drove was going through. I mean, like when I was with Raheem, it was it was about who who can hear me. You mm. know what I mean? Like like where could I go? Or what could I say? Yeah, like that. That's when my pen was literally at work. You know what I mean? My pen was like doing. It was doing. It was dancing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and like so. So when I when I used to write, I yeah. used to try to say the most wildest shit. Like yeah. I wanted to be a ninja or fucking James Bond. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wanted to be all type. I wanted I wanted to be something 
way greater. Yeah. You feel me? So when when I when I was rapping with them, when I was rapping with Raheem, that was almost like my pen and my thought process was different. It was a lot of drugs involved too. You feel me? You feel yeah. me? So it was it, I was mostly out my mind, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and um, and it and it just in the, the determination that was inside of me was stronger than I, I have ever experienced in my whole career, you know, at at those stages. And when I got with Rocco, it was still the same, yeah. But you know, he was he was a little like kind of like like street. He was richer, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So it, I kind of got I got the I got a feeling that oh oh. This this some money, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's it's this a bag right here. And, yeah, um, Rudgers was like, it was a different type of, uh, it was a different vibe with Rocco. Yeah, you know what I mean. I started seeing like bigger stars. I met Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, me and Monica was introduced to each other. Yeah, I remember uh, me first meeting her. Um, I had asked her to sing "Angel of Mine." You feel me? And I was like, if you sing this part of Angel of Mine, I'll do like 100 push-ups. We was at the gas station. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she hit it, then I had to do the push-up. But it it, it 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 introduced me to a level of stardom that I, I really, I was like, okay, this this what it takes to okay. actually, you know what I'm saying, get to a different level. Because I was rapping for like Bankhead and Etheridge, and, you know, just making sure I, I knocked down all of the the uh, the people, the rappers that was around me, yeah. you know, with Raheem, you know, and that work, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just make sure you outwrap the people around you yeah. and, like, the little people that's in the hood. So when I got over there, Rock, Rock was like, hey, now you got to outwrap Juvie. You feel me? Rock when he got a song with Juvenile and Bone Crusher and yeah. Jazzy Faye and Turk, you feel me? Yeah. And he had me on he had me on tracks with these people. You feel what I'm saying? So it went from little to that and then, um, I would say, I would say like back then I was I was I was hot in Vegas, pussy man. <laughs> it was like it was it was a different it was a different move it was a different move for me, and um it it just escalated into different stages of my life that made me feel like okay you was that way like this then you you got to this way you know and then me and Rocco, Rocco pressed up these he pressed up a lot of CDs and. It was a lot of things that he didn't know and I didn't know, but he introduced me to stars. Mm. You feel me? So my level of writing actually changed. It, it went from I, I started sounding different. Cause mm. I used to rap like you would have thought like I was like two, three hundred pounds when you heard my voice was so heavy. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? And it just and it and it kind of it progressed, but it got different. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So with, with those two people, man, it, it, I was I was. It was almost like a monster. <laughs> yeah. So now you coming out of that time right there. Mm -hmm. I also got to ask you about that. Yes, sir. When you dropped that thing, and that was like the first kind of introduction to you going crazy. Mm -hmm. What was that like when that single hit and you started to get some acclaim around here in these streets? Um, um, I was on the radio. I think I think on Dig It the Dish or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And uh, Coco Brothers was on the radio. Yeah. And. Uh, he was he was playing it, and I think I was going against Jagged Edge or somebody, and I and I end up winning the little yeah. dig of the dish thing. And I was walking down the street in Summer Hill, <laughs> and uh, I heard it on the radio. And this uh, Big Pookie Mama pulled up. Big Pookie and uh, Luchi Mama was in the car. Yeah, and they was riding down Hey Good Ave, and I heard it, 
And I was like, I know that. <laughs> so I'm listening to the radio. I'm like, they're sir. And I'm like, they was like, yeah, they was in the car moving. And they was, I'm like, that's me. And I, you know what I'm saying? I was walking down the street, bro. I ain't had no money, I had no car. You know what I'm saying? And when I heard that, man, it was like, that was that was the most enjoying feeling I had ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and, and after that came out, they used to call me yeah, they used to call me yes sir. And then like the haters used to call me no sir. <laughs> yeah, the haters always got a slick right. head name for somebody. It, it, it drove me though to, yeah. to do better. You yeah. Know what I mean, so without without them calling me no sir, I don't think I would have been like drove. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it'd been a watered down drone. That feeling that you got when that yes sir dropped, did you ever experience that kind of fulfilling feeling again throughout your career, or would you say that, that was just one of those moments that you just can't duplicate? I felt it again. Talk to me. I felt it again um, when I heard "Do Your Thing" on the radio with Tip. Mm. Um, it, it, it would come. It would always come. Like yeah. you know, one thing about <clears throat> when, like, cause I I believe in God heavily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. When when he get to working, you know it'd be hard to get rid of him. So, That's right. And then my my drive was different, my aim was different, and it meant something to me. And it was a it was positive. Yeah. So he he kept showering me with that. You know what I mean? So I I heard I had that feeling a, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Now you done parted ways with Rocco, mm -hmm. and then you about to link up with Grand Hustle. During that time in between, did you just leave and go straight over there? Or was there any no. downtown in uh, in between? Not. Mm. It wasn't no downtime, but it was. It wasn't like. It wasn't no bad blood. Like it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't just transfer. It was almost like we worked it until it couldn't work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like what me and Rocco was working. It was like yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was respectfully. Yeah, right, cool. So, but Shouty came over there though. Yeah, he walked up in there, and you just seen Tip outside, and he was like, "Hey," uh, <laughs> he was like, "What's Shouty?" I'm like, "He back there." He was like, "Hey," you just before they can even sit down, you just heard Tip. Hey, what you want for Shouty? <laughs> <laughs> and Rocco, Rocco was in there. He said this. He said a number, and Tip was like, well, "You know." <laughs> and Tip was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" You know what I'm saying? Because Rocco gave him a, a serious number, but I, I really. I was just, you know, it was like I was a kid. Yeah, you feel me? And, and we the same age, but it's just like that's how I, how I always been with with people that that's around me. They always like take care of me, like you know yeah. what I mean. To the point where like, oh, okay, Joe, we finna talk business. Go over yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't understand it anyway. Yeah. So you know, when they talked about it, um, they came up with this number, but I I never had exposure. Mm. It was just Rocco was going off of what he knew the talent was. <laughs> yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Which was a big number. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Tip was like, you know, uh, and then Tip, Tip actually laughed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, you tripping? Because <laughs> it was it was it was in the six it was six digit numbers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had not never really I had been on the radio one time. <laughs> I mean, and, Rocco knew he had drawing this thing. Yeah. And um, but 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 the fact that he came up with a number, I disagree with that. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. If that if he knew he had drove, I would have just been like, nah, good. You uh, feel me? Yeah. But it, the number came up, and I was like, yeah. And then you know, and then so what? Me and Rock had came to an end, and it just and it, it was a lot of, um, it was a lot of respect there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Rocco actually could have went a little further with obtaining what he 
deserved. Yeah. And he just he didn't do that. You know what I mean? He was like, I'm gonna just let him eat. I know who he I know where he come from. Yeah. I know his background. You feel me? I'd be a fool to step in between yeah. what's about to happen. My God. So I appreciate him for that. And um by the time that happened, well well Rocco put me back on the radio, right? Mm. And he went to uh I think he went to dig it and dish it again. Yeah. And they did not like it. Oh, they didn't do it. It was like, yeah, Dro probably need to go back in the studio. That was one of my hardest, like, I thought that was a hard track. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that kind of hurt it. You yeah. feel me? So, and, and then I was like, you know, me and Rocco had some words, and he was like, yeah. And next thing you know, I was like, it was only right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, me and Tip always said, you know, once, once somebody – got somewhere you know i was actually on the radio before tip was yeah you feel what i'm saying so when but, but the way he did it it was kind of like in a, in a big way yeah you know what i mean so um when he when he walked in he was like i gotta have him over there with me and he always whenever he saw me he was like boy you feel me when he, <laughs> yeah. when he when he saw me raheem wherever i was at yeah he always was like come on up here you get at the show i remember one day we was at a show at at the bounce and Somebody said something crazy in the stands. I think it was drummer, and Tip grabbed the mic. But I want anybody, everybody to know if you got a problem with Drobo, you got a problem with me. We wasn't even in the same clique. You feel know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Raise he, hell. he had his clique. I yeah. had my clique. But he was like, you know, you know, you got a problem with Shaw, you got a problem with me. Yeah. And we was performing for Big Boy from Outcast for his yeah. birthday at the Bounce. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but we was just like young and coming up. You know what I mean? When you think about your life, though, Dro, I mean, you know until before both of y'all boys blew up, man, and then just your eyes being able to see all these different folks. You know, you see a young Fabo, but you don't know that he's going to turn out to be a grown Fabo and all of this extra stuff. What is it like when you see folks realizing they dreams and stuff like that along with yourself, knowing those humble beginnings that y'all all came from? It's, it gives you um, – it kind of it kind of like – it's like record execs, you yeah. feel me, That that's looking from a vintage point. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? That's like, oh, he finna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I knew Fabo was going to be a problem yeah. when he was a problem <laughs> because we didn't get along. <laughs> um, Why the hell you and Fabo couldn't get along? We just didn't get along. Like, when we were coming up, we we didn't we didn't get along at all. We stayed together. Like, yeah. Yeah, we stayed together. And when I seen how Fabo act, I was like, yeah, I'm not staying here. <laughs> I actually gave up my room there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gave up my room, and I, I just that's how that's how I was though. I, I hate confrontation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I really love the love the kid. Yeah, what he do, his craft, and everything. But the personal stuff, I just don't really like getting into. Yeah, you know what I mean? But to actually be around him and see him and hear him, I was like, because they didn't know who else to go get. You feel me? He would be right there. You feel me? Even though I was lyrical, yeah. he'll, he'll give me the, you know, help in the rap. You know what I mean? You know, we'll end up rapping and, you know, it go the way it go. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he was he was the competition I had. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um I it was it was good seeing him and it was good it was good seeing everybody in their prime. Yeah. It, it's almost like you get a chance to see Greatness before the world does. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's almost like it's almost like the plug. You know, the plug get to see the great hustlers. Like, oh, he gonna he gonna be something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's it, it's it, it feels good to be around. It, it feel good to be. It felt good for Tip to show me everything. Yeah, like, man, I'm talking about bro. Took everything that I had been through to a whole nother height. 
Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I started seeing mansions. I started seeing different like women stars. Like, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like people, people that I never thought I would see. Yeah. I, I end up seeing. You know what I mean? And I, and I and it was just and it was almost like it was just yesterday when I was talking about is I wish I could see this person. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh and and it, and it and it felt good. Being with Grand Hustle, man, mm-hmm. y'all team was so damn strong at the time. What was that like when y'all were mobbing through PSC, having y'all way and straight up dominating out here in these streets? Oh man, it was. I can't. I can't even put it into words. Yeah, you know what I mean. Actually, being a part of something that was so heavy. You yeah, know what I mean? it was. It was. It was like. You know, my boy was like on top of the world, and mm-hmm. right after you check with him, you checking in with me. You feel what I'm saying? So Thanks. it was, it was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, and I keep using that word because I, I could, I believe certain things. I believe some things that would happen, and some things that God just laid on me. Like, uh, you believe that, did you? I'm yeah. like, nah, I ain't believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was almost like when when me and me and Shada was mobbing through the city, and and like even PSC, like. These boys, they was they was they was some some stand up cats, man. Yes, they still is, man. And uh, I remember being, I remember just getting over there, and they and like the PSC album had just came out, and they was having these bank rolls. You know, them boys give me money. Yeah, you know, I remember being at Lennox. You know, what I'm saying I pull up on them broke. Hey, man, y'all out there? Hey, they get drunk some money. You know, what I'm saying if I give me some money, you know, what I'm saying. And how how it was going was, it was a, it was a family thing. And and just and you know and Tip just took a liking to me like before everything. So by the time it got there, it was a, a lot of blessings that flowed through, man. And we was like inseparable at one point. Yeah. One time, I think uh, Jason Jeter was. They had to tell us to stop hanging. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you gonna have to tell. You got to let Dro go because Shouty can rap. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And y'all hanging, and you know what I'm saying? And Tip, got, and I think we got to LA one time, and Tip pulled me in the bathroom like, "Hey, bro, I got them. We got them. Got them. We can't keep hanging out like this." <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, "Nigga, you flew me out here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was it was almost like that 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 led me to be independent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if so when people don't see me with him all the time, he taught that to me. Mm-hmm. Like you don't you don't need me for everything. Yeah. Like you yeah. know what I mean. When you really need me, I'm there. You know what I mean. Yes, so in this in this in that independence, I I couldn't have asked for nothing more than that. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Because he could be a year on the other side of the planet. I I could survive. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Without Nothing, you know what I mean? Just yeah. on my own, like stand on your own too. And that's just that's and I and I pre I preach that to anybody. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I want I wanna be able to I wanna be able to to uh start off self sustainable artists. That's right. You feel what I'm saying? I don't wanna have to I don't wanna have to sit in a meeting with you for you to get your million dollars. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I wanna but I, I'll do it the first time. I do it the first couple of times. You feel what I'm saying? Or however long it's need to be done, but in the end I'm gonna walk off and I want you to be able to do this on your own because Thanks. you have your own children, you have your own mama, you feel me, and the people that you need to feed on your own. So yeah, I appreciate that. How did you deal with going from being the West Side player to being world renowned and having all of that attention on you, man. What was that transition like dealing with the fame and then still remaining accessible in the hood to everybody? I mean, uh, 
Let's be honest. I <laughs> I, I, I I took the the being in the hood shit. It it, it went too far. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I was too accessible. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's I, I I look back on it and it's just like yeah, Dro. You was in Etheridge a lot. You yeah. know, you, you was riding down Bankhead too much. And I thought that doing shows was like, yeah, I just came, I just came from Germany. You feel me? But I would come right back to the hood just because I just missed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, I could have been somewhere using my time a little bit different. So it to to be from there, I think it was the people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like being attached to the people. The chicks, yeah, you know, getting that validation. I think I see, mm. I see validation a lot. I feel you, you know what I mean. I feel you. you. Know, leaving the hood and going out, and then coming back, you know, helping out, you know, showing off the stuff that I got, you yeah. know what I mean. Which is cool, but it's a way to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You could do it in a way where you don't actually have to sit there and waste time. It can actually count. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You can actually be there in the hood, but like make it count. You know. Uh, start start some stuff for the kids around you know yeah. and, but I was out at literally giving away money out my pocket with no camera you know what I'm saying like <laughs> it didn't really I'm not saying you should you know capture that on camera but yeah. like make it make it make sense yeah you know what I'm saying you're just hanging over here for nothing and I did that so much I missed a lot of opportunities you know doing it in that manner you know what, what I mean? were some of the opportunities that you felt like you missed oh man TV uh it's a lot of it's a lot of things I believe Tip said no to because he knew I wasn't mentally there. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you if you to this day you're gonna be like, Tip, where Dro? Yeah. Or, you feel what I'm saying? Or if you can't do this, Dro can. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Or and, and the same thing for me, Dro, what tip? You know, yeah. I need tip to you feel what I'm saying? So it's I think it's a lot of things that that shouted probably, you know. I want to call this nigga, but this nigga be tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and the and the drugs played a lot of the drugs played a big role in that too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you would find I would find myself fighting with wanting to be in the hood, mm. and on top of getting high repeatedly. Yeah, you know, trying to be street. You know what I mean? Yeah, or trying to you know keep it. I'm keeping the credibility, but I'm not evolving. I mean, so. Hanging in the hood like that is not really a good thing. When you speak of the drugs, I saw you over there kicking a major flavor with my brother Parlay, man. Yeah. That was a cold-blooded-ass interview as well. Yeah. What up, Dole? Yeah. Talk to department. me. Come on, man. Talk to me about kicking it and then saying, you know what, I got to stay clean. And then what are your thoughts on this fentanyl in the streets, too? Does that Did that shake you up and scare you in and say, you know what, I don't want to wind up dead behind this stuff? I mean, well... Um, it's 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 a complicated story for me. Like yeah. my dad's like drug user. My whole family like I have like my grandma had like seven kids. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, I like all of them died off crack and you know heroin and stuff like that. Except for my mom and my auntie. So it's just like two siblings left on my grandmama's side. I got on my mama's side. So it's 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 for me. It it just you know coming from a praying family and and knowing that you know it's it's stunning the growth mm. of an artist you know and a lot of people would say oh this person held you back this person you know they they try to a lot, i've heard a lot of people blame my friend blame mm-hmm. tip 
and he had nothing to do with the drug habit that I had and yeah. what and what and where it led me. Yeah. Because last time I checked, he wasn't he wasn't giving me no pill to pop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Come I wasn't on. putting it in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. All of these were my choices. And um accountability for that, I have to step in and say, Hey, listen, that was, you know, and so so that was my fault. And so I it it'll be messed up for me to tell you that another person was responsible for my growth being stunted because of drugs. And I kind of just came to grips with, at some point, Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like, that you have to actually give, you have to give it up, you know what I mean, for, not even for public-wise, like for my health, yeah. for my kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's almost like, nigga, you gonna keep doing that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you really don't give a damn, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I, in, at the end, in the end, man, then I had a couple home wives, they, they like, they when their health got bad, if they wasn't on drugs, they would probably have a chance. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So if my health starts declining when I get older, I don't want to be having drugs in the way of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and everybody's health is going to decline at some point. Those are facts. And I don't need to be fighting drugs and health. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like, my God. So, yeah, and that, that just really – and then, I, you know, getting older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you don't want to be – I don't want to be nowhere looking like I looked at 20. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, with those same kind of eyes, those geeked up ass yeah. eyes and shit. You feel me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You and your prime looking like that. Like, yeah. nigga, come on. Like, you feel me? So, it's it, at that point, and then the fentanyl thing, it's that was just the icing on the cake. Like, yeah. now, nigga, you can die. Like, <laughs> and and I, ain't, I ain't the type to be, I don't want to buy something and then be like, I hope this ain't. It. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? I hope this ain't there. I hope, and then then it be the one. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't be trying to be wearing that up. And I and I, if I could say anything to the youth, like don't gamble your life. Yeah. Don't don't gamble. Don't let popping no pill. Don't gamble like because you got if you got any kids at home, don't yeah. gamble that shit on no per, on no perk exactly. on no ecstasy pill on no cocaine on no heroin. Yeah. Don't gamble it like. That shit mean way more than you. Exactly. You feel me? And then if and if you can, if you're strong enough, make the decision to to leave that shit alone. Exactly. Eventually, it's gonna hurt you. It, the drugs always win. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Like when when what, about the opportunities, the drugs won those opportunities. Ah. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. I didn't. I I didn't win them. I I probably. All I was going with. <laughs> when you high, you think you can just fly. You feel yeah. me? But in the end, you just make a whole lot of promises that you can't keep. Yeah, you feel uh, me? And you get it. You get. I get it. You be high and you be thinking like, you know, it helped you cope. You might have childhood traumas like I did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Being shot, wearing shit bags, and yeah. you feel me? And I and I use that shit to cope. Yeah, but I use it to cope, and then it also started altering my future. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? It started ah. making it started making decisions for me. Yeah. Like, yeah, you said you was you was gonna make this meeting up here, but you really not. Yeah. You feel me? And when I was getting high, I thought I was. You feel me? By yeah. the time you get there, now you all over the place. Yeah. You looking bad. Yeah. Niggas like, uh, let's <laughs> take the check back. <laughs> you feel me? You know. Nah, let's take the camera off of him. Yeah. And the opportunity we said we was gonna give him, let's hold that on. And uh, then you know, yeah. So. The the whole the whole thing about the uh, the drug thing and, and about what kids are going through today, I if I know this sounds crazy, but just say no. <laughs> I mean, you know, it sounds cliche, but just say no, man. I'm with you. 
when you speak of getting shot at that young age, man, how do you feel like that impacted you and changed the trajectory of your life at the same time, man? It it actually fucked me up. It um, I was paranoid. I thought everybody, uh, especially when I got rich, it made me think everybody was going to try to do something to me. You feel me? And then and they used to be like, "Oh, you thought." Oh, you thought this film? I'm like, yeah, nigga, try to kill me. Why not? Yeah, you feel me? Nigga, yeah. just try to kill me. You feel what I'm saying? I'm with you. And it made me paranoid. It made me choose a different type of friend. You feel me? It made me hang around people that was like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? It changed my trajectory. I hung around. I it, it chose. It made me choose. It, it made me choose the kind of woman, a kind of a different kind of woman. Yeah, it made me choose different kind of friends. It made me hang out in spots. That really, you know, it changed everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? That trauma, it made me choose like a lot of bullshit, the wrong stuff. You feel me? And I thought these was the right choices. Yeah. Because as a kid, you just don't have you don't have the luxury of making adult decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? When actually they pushing adult decisions on you. Yeah. Hey, look, so now that you've been shot, where are you gonna hang? Shit. Where people got shot at, you know, where nigga could tell me, hey, look, man, man, we down here, man. We now we keep one on us. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Now I hang around strap niggas and you know what I'm saying? And this these are the kind of girls we choose. And the girls they choose, you know, they really like girls that let you do anything, say anything to them. Yeah. You feel me? These are not, you know, then I, I think these are like the women that I want to be with. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? When actuality, people get better. But, you know, at this point, these are not the people that yeah. you need to be choosing. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So it really took me down a path that was, I was doomed, yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, I just thank God for the day. Surviving the hood, though, drove because that's one of those things, too, that I talk about a lot. When I look back over my life in general, just anybody coming out of the west side of Atlanta with it, you know so many people that died. I mean, Young Dro's story could have ended when he got shot. Yes, it could. You see what I'm saying? That could have just been the end of the story right there. What goes to your mind when you think about being able to survive just the hood, poverty, inner city living and stuff like that and still be able to rise to the top? Um, What goes to my mind is, but God, yeah, you know, God actually shows up a lot in my mind. Yeah. And and the only reason why I I I know that for a fact is because of my the, my humble teachings from the beginning. Yeah. You know um, what my grandmother taught me, and I just and once it's repeated and repeated, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, a lot of things changed, but what didn't change was the word of God, like what I had heard. That yeah. was like, you know what I mean. So surviving it, it's almost like. It's, it's, I can hear him saying, "Didn't I tell you that? You know what I mean? Uh, you feel me? Is 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 gonna stick to what I said? Yeah. A lot of stuff is gonna change around you, but making it out of this, you gotta stick to what I told you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And you might not do a lot of things like how I'm telling you, but if you stick to some of these things, I could bring I can you save out. you. I could save you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm okay, going from being broke as hell to seeing that first big check. What was that first big check, and what did you do with it, and what did it do to your mind? Uh, I, anxiety. Um, <laughs> my lawyer, I think I was having bad, I was having real bad anxiety at that point. Um, and I, I was taking Xanax. I was prescribed Xanax. Yeah. A dude saw me out. I think he was ludicrous doctor. 
Mm-hmm. He saw me out at this barbecue shack in on Roswell Road. Yeah. And he saw me standing in line. And when I was standing in line, I was pissed off and I was kind of talking to myself and I couldn't stand in line and, and it was messing with me. Mm. You feel me? And it was just he he was like, he he called he came up to me, are you okay? I was like, Yeah. He was like, he said you moving and he said the way you acting, he was like, Man, you said you got bad anxiety and I used to have these panic attacks. Shit. And so dude was like, I'm ludicrous doctor, you know, I'll make sure he's uh, has all these shots when he's cha- uh, traveling uh, um, overseas or whatever. He was like, man, just give me a call and, and come get an evaluation. And, and so I did. And uh, so he prescribed me that. And uh, my I think my first check was like uh, like 400 grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it would be, I think I would. <laughs> my, my lawyer called me. I was at the top floor of the 12. You know, we used to stay at the top. We had bought the little spot from uh, Key Sweat. Yeah. At the top floor up there. And uh she was like, What you doing? You wanted Carter. Uh shout out to your woman. She was like, What you doing? I was like, I'm just I said, I'm up upstairs. I knew I was on fire, whatever. <laughs> I had like five or six songs on the radio. My you God. Know what I'm saying? So it was, you know, and so she was like, Man, she was like, I got a chick down here. And man, she was like, she said, just take a deep breath. Cause I had <laughs> I really had not saw I had not saw a chick that big. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, and uh, so when she called me downstairs, she, and I, she was like, "You all right?" I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, "Watch this." And, <laughs> and, and she showed me the check, bro. And when I saw that, that was my first check. Yeah, yeah. like that big. My God, you know what I mean? And I think I had, I think I had like a hundred. I think I had like a hundred sixty grand on me. That was upstairs, and I was just getting that off shows and yeah. stuff like that. Man, I went upstairs. I gave, I gave, I think I gave C. Rod like. Forty thousand, you know what I'm saying? I gave, I gave him and his girl some money. He was like, "What yeah. you doing?" I'm like, well, "I'm straight." I mean, yeah. I'll be back. I mean, you know what I'm saying, man. So it was. I, I had a panic attack after that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I had to pattern my breathing, and you know what I'm saying? Because that was that was a lot for me. Break down the panic attack and how that occurs, because a lot of folks be having them and don't even know what the hell they having in this thing, bro. Um, it's when that that breathing gets tight on you and that. That heart starts palpitating. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I and it, it's it's a rush of energy that you just can't get a hold on, and it feels like you're about to pass. Shit. <laughs> and, I, and I think and and I I it was the drugs helped that moment. Uh, like that that was like because taking a lot of drugs it kind of like pushed you to that that point. You know what I'm saying? But it it actually became um it came it came rough through trauma. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and going through stuff that I went through. So when I when I went through it, I just I used to have my girl just she used to just grab my hand at the time and just rub it. My ex fiance she just grabbed my hand and rub it and it calmed me down. And she like she take my medicine, put it in my mouth. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and 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 I just calmed down. You know, my what God. Saying? Yeah. Okay, so now you got all this money, Dro. But you still got all of this anxiety going on at the same time. Was you able to enjoy being young Dro at that time when these damn anxiety attacks was popping up ever, uh, out of nowhere? And did you get down to the bottom of what was really causing them? Uh, yeah, I, I just, I leaned on drugs, man. Yeah, you know, drugs would take me to another place. You know what I'm saying? Like I used that to cope a lot. 
You know what I mean? Not saying that it worked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I used to lean on. It's like, if I just get high, just be high. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the only thing I had learned. You know, that's the only thing that the ghetto taught me. Yeah. Get high, nigga. You be high. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, um, they kept trying to get me to come in to actually talk. Yeah. They call it unpacking. Yeah. Right? T- today I do that. Yeah. And I wish I would have done it. And I kept telling him, he was like, you need, you know, a little therapy. And I kept saying, I ain't crazy. Yeah. You feel me? That's when I was young, you know what I'm saying? But now I realized what they was trying to get me to do. Unpack some yeah. of this stuff in your head. Because the, the, like the mental health is very, very important. You know yeah. what I mean? So my mental health at that point was so bad. I I was I was having all that money. I was I had got upset with my dad. You know, I got upset with a lot of stuff, you know, I I grew up with a dad, but without a dad, that yeah. pissed me off. Um, it, it was a lot of things that I, I was upset about yeah. that really just was like, it was mental health, you know what I mean? And I, I didn't understand that my mom being shot five times affected me. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I thought that I just got shot and that was just it. I didn't yeah. think that it was going to affect me in the future. Yeah. You feel me? I didn't think that my dad smoked drugs like in, in like, wanting the dad around. I didn't think that really mattered. You know what I mean? So what I would cope with was drugs. Yeah. You feel me? And 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 then the panic attacks came and then depression came. Mm. You know, um I used to then I moved from twelve to uh, the Grandview around by across the street from Lennox. I was very depressed there. Mm. Yeah. And I used to live like what, like 40, 40 stories up. Like I was very depressed. Like I, I, I really was sitting up there like like I wasn't gonna jump over the balcony, but I you know, because I knew yeah. like that ain't what I'm about to do, but I'm having thoughts of that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I really was like, cause I wanted to end it. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And it was just like, um, I think at that point, uh, the IRS stuff had kicked in. Uh. Um the IRS stuff had kicked in. I was delaying on uh, coming out with another single. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And I, I just really was like, all right, cool. I was at the peak. I did good. I said, I can end it. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, then I don't got to live up to nothing else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, my teachings, my teachings, that's when God really kicked back in. I was like, man, you know exactly who I am and who you are. And you're stronger than that. And, you know. Do you feel any pressure, Dro, to be Dro? Because you know everybody loves those lyrics. They love the flavor that you kick. And yeah. folks is like, we need Dro out here on his A game all the time. And they want more of him. They want more of Dro than Dro is willing to give him sometimes. Yeah. What was that like having to live up to that? Um, People not knowing what was actually going on. It mm. was very... It was very aggravating. Yeah, and and it aggravated me the most because I knew. Yeah, you feel me? Hey man, why you ain't? And I used to be like, nigga, I'm on drugs. You feel me? So like, y'all just see me dressing up and looking good, but I'm fighting so many damn demons. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Where you want me to be, I most definitely want to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? Until I get rid of this problem, yeah. you're gonna always be asking me that. You feel me? So actually, I'm fighting with myself. Most of the time. And people are seeing something in me I don't see in myself. Uh, you know what I mean? And the reason why I can't see it is because 
my judgment is clouded, my my vision is clouded, and it was drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And much as I hate talking about this on this subject, it yeah. all leads back to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it start off cool. Yeah. You know, you begin high, you don't think it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, but that shit can become a problem. It can lead it it to keep getting arrested, the not showing up for stuff. Yeah. The, the way it makes you feel when you don't supposed to feel that way because mm. opportunities come not when you're when when you're ready for them opportunities come when you're um, they come to make you uncomfortable Ooh. you feel me some of the best things in life that you can obtain is the things that made you uncomfortable getting it mm. you feel me if I was if, if everything was to just run smoothly that that's just not what, yeah that's not what God is about yeah you feel me you need to go through you need to go through something. Yeah. So I could show you. You feel me? Like like so so when when I tell you that when people used to be like, Man, we want this drove, like we want, you know, we want we 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 had, you feel yeah. me? We want this, we want you to rap like this. And sometimes when people say we want you to go back to the first album and rap like that, nigga. That was the highest person I had ever met in my life. Like, this nigga was full of drugs, you feel me? If you want that again, I might not make it. <laughs> but uh but I do, I do understand what people say when they want more from yeah. the person that they want it from. You know what I mean? And the the best thing I could have done is uh, what I've done today is you know put down the drugs and and allow God to work in you. You know what I mean? Allow yourself to be great. How did you feel when Andre Three Thousand said he wanted some old dro too? That was a lot of pressure. <laughs> 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 and like it's it's almost like man, I was running so fast back then. Yeah, I was forgetting that the greats was asking for me. You know what I mean? I was forgetting that, bro. You actually good at this shit. And, Come on. And it's almost like you're forgetting. And it wasn't that I was forgetting. I was overlooking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always knew I was good. If, if you told, if, if you ask me was I good, I'll tell you I'm good. Yeah. But uh, you can overlook the fact. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not forgetting. It's just. He might not be worried about it like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for that, for me to get, I got a lot of pressure from a lot of big names. In the, I mean, in, spit it out. Who I, mean, like, I mean, like Kanye. One day one day we was at a show, me and Tip, and they was just like, Kanye looking for you. Kanye, and, I'm, and I'm drunk, fucking hot. <laughs> like, Kanye, I'm like, where Kanye at? And when I see him, I don't know what to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing with Big Boy. Big Boy run, Big Boy. Hey, man, what's Troy? And everybody was like, man, then they was like, he probably, Charlie hides him over, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, it's it's like, same thing with Andre. I'm, I'm at this spot, you know, and I'm just there. You know, yeah. they're like, man, Andre looking for you. I'm like, Andre looking for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like, everybody rooting for me but myself. Uh you know what I mean? I feel you. Yeah, everybody rooting for me, but like I don't have no clue. Yeah, you know what I mean because I'm, I'm lost in I'm I'm lost in this I'm I'm drowning in my own shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. Did you ever get a chance to talk to Dre? Nah. Oh. I mean, what you talking about? Like meet him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I met him that day, but I didn't know what to say. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I I couldn't. We couldn't elaborate on being the best that I could ever be. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I was always in a space where, like, they would meet me and they were like, "Well, we couldn't reach him at the time. Only person that could could reach me is God." 
Yeah. You feel me? And and, and we gonna talk when I'm feeling bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when I'm high, I'm being selfish and doing what I want to do. Yeah. You know, trying to you know live up to this hype. When you said the IRS came a knocking during the time when you found yourself the most depressed, mm. how do you feel like that money was a blessing but also a problem at the same damn time? Um, uh, I used it wrong for one. Uh, um, the the way I would, the way I was with money, out of all what I went through to get it, yeah, God wasn't pleased with that. Mm. I don't think you. I don't. I don't think. I'm not pleased with it today. Mm. You know what I mean. Out of all the stuff that I went through in life and what I saw, you know, and where I came from, how I handled that was not cool. Strip clubs, this chick, giving it to niggas that really didn't like me. Yeah. I I was giving money to niggas that were like, man, look at that pussy ass nigga. Like, I'm finna get that money from you. You feel me? I knew. I kind of had a feeling they was talking about me, but I really didn't care. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think, I don't think God. Bless me like that for me to give the money to the devil. Yeah, you know what I mean. And when the when the IRS came, and I wasn't like literate. I wasn't savvy. Mm. I wasn't savvy to the point where I was like, oh, when I get this million dollars, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this right here. I'm gonna do my um, taxes. I'm gonna get an accountant. Yeah, I, I know not to buy this because I'm living beyond my means. I know not. To, I, nobody ever taught me any of that. Yeah, you know, I look at commercials today. Now they're teaching kids how to actually. You know, I wish somebody would have taught me that, but I did. I really didn't. And on top of that, I was doing, I was doing the devil dance with that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when they came and put a put a lock on it, the grace of God was like he still know how to rap to the point. Yeah. Where his sh- not only can he rap, his shows are dope. Come on. So this is gonna feed him. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying. So you can put a you can put you can put a clamp on the money, but he's still gonna eat. Exactly. You know what I'm so, and it's just been like that since then. Best thing smoking, putting that album together, man. What was that like? Getting ready to go out there with that debut on Grand Hustle and just let folks know that you was drawing, you was out here. It took two hours to do that album. Wait, like, man. Not just straight up and down two hours. You mean you recorded a whole album in two hours? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you was in that much of a zone. That much of a zone. It uh, songs would come My out. My God! Like one take. I did Rubber Band Banks one take. <laughs> but it's not. What I'm saying is, I, I got the beats. Mm-hmm. I took them. I heard. I took it home, and I, I I listened to the beat, wrote the song, and I just wrote them all. You feel me? <laughs> That's then, crazy. Like, it took me. It'll take. It'll take more like. It took me like 16, 17 minutes to do a song. Yeah. Written. So when I get through, and then when I go in the studio, I, 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 didn't, I didn't say it so many times because I'm high and repeating it. Yeah. You feel me? When I get in there, it, it really didn't take much long, like two, three hours tops. You feel me? And then that shit was cool. Yeah. Yeah. When that album came out and now you in the industry for real, man, what was that like? having that kind of attention on you and then saying, okay, I'm young Dro, everybody's loving me, and I got my, I, did that feel like you had made that accomplishment putting that album out, or was it just another part on the journey? I felt like I I felt like I made that accomplishment. I was very proud of that, that album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I expected more from it. When I came in number 
three. My 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 single was number one. Mm. My album was number three in the country. Mm. I was I was pissed off at the, at the album. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, what's the? It's a white guy. It's a country singer. I forget his name. Uh, Bob Dylan. I think. Yeah, he was number one. And uh, <laughs> Vanity Kane, some Vanity Kane. I forgot their name. Yeah, some girls was number two, and I was number three. But the way at, at that point, you know what? I I base a lot of things about on the person. How yeah. was you living at the time? Yeah. And um, I and and I and I and I I put my feelings right there because I was like, I knew I was the best. Yeah. You feel me? But I was like, why my album ain't number one? Mm. You feel me? Yeah. And my single had been number one so long they retired it on 106 and Park. <laughs> and I remember Brian B, B uh, Shop Boy B, he yeah. called me. He was like, bro, I'm tired of hearing Show Lane, bro. <laughs> you feel me? And, and, you know, they played the song to it, just could not play no more. Yeah. And I was like, and I had so big expectations for the album. And it, it still was big. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the numbers I did, cats are doing those numbers today. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So... When when it came out, I was I was I was mad that they did three in the country. You feel me? And I was like, okay. So I but I but you know what? That was a signal from God saying, you you got it. I yeah. need for you to work harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what I I aim to do. And that's what a lot of a lot of my a lot of my energy came from. Just thinking about that first album. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like okay, and then like I I think I got stuck in a shoulder lean uh thing for a minute. Like <laughs> I got to make another shoulder lean. Like, yeah, and that that's the furthest from the truth as I can. You know what I'm saying? You can't do you can't do that again. You yeah, know what I mean? and even if you did, they're gonna be like it sounded like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I think the second what would be my second single from Shoulder Lean that was big like that. I think it would be I think FDB. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's totally the opposite. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was it was almost like the first album was was very it, it was very deep to me. What is it like coming back with those smash singles every time folks think that Dro done went away? He come back and you knock him upside the head with a smash though. Um uh talent. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a lot Thanks. of people a lot of people be like they get me mixed up with my talent. Yes, sir. You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm an average guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But my talent ain't average. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a lot of I have a lot of faults. You know yeah. what I'm saying about myself? A lot of ups and downs that I go through. But talent wise, it, it really no problem there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When we think about the music industry now, man, when you see what didn't happen with King Von and Mo3 and a lot of different artists and the streets and the music industry kind of just being hand in hand, mm -hmm. how do you feel like that impacted your career? And then also, do you think that, you know, a lot of folks are saying that being a rapper is one of the most dangerous professions that it you is. can pick right now. Talk to me What's about different, that. What's um, different? The excess, the access. Mm -hmm. um, and when, when, that, when, when, that, when that stuff happened to, to rappers, like I feel like it happens to me. You mm. feel me? When when Mo got killed, I felt like a piece of me left. Yeah. When Vine got killed, you know, I felt like a piece of me left. Yeah. This, this is what we're a part of. Yeah. You feel me? Like I ain't gonna even lie. When Spotum got shot, 
Yeah. And they and then the fake news say he died, I I felt something. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like that shit was like, damn. You feel what I'm saying? And then when he didn't, I was like, damn, I'm glad he didn't die. You feel what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Because it is dangerous. And yeah. we and they and they got they they made an imprint on the world just like I did. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a a body, right? Yeah. And 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 then this hip hop body, which which consists of hands, arms. Yeah. You know, I play my little part. Yeah. So if something happens to the body, I actually you feel, feel that. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? So I you know what I'm saying? So I, I it really it really it bothers me that we don't care about each other to the point where like even if you're on TV we'll kill you. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. People used to be afraid to kill the star. Yeah. Now they're killing stars like left or right. Yeah. And we're going to jail. It seemed like I don't know. I guess the, I think I want to say the world ended <laughs> because nobody is 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 so much going on right now, man. Yeah. And it's it's I'm afraid. I'm afraid right now for my son. Yeah. I'm afraid for my daughter, and the way we're living, and what I'm a part of. I know they're gonna gravitate towards it, yeah. and I don't want them to get caught up in follow the wrong people in this business. Yeah. Because it's not. I don't think it's so much as the artists that live like that. Yeah. It's it's what we need to leave. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because like I said, a lot of my downfall came from where I didn't want to leave. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that what, what, what who you came up with and who you need to be with. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So once you bring people that you came up with to where you are now, it kind of pulls you back. Yeah. You feel me? God... God puts you in different positions for you to actually grow. You feel me? And it ain't no hate, no shade. My nigga, I love you to death, but I can't take you to where I'm going. And if I did, it's going to show. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody going to be like, well, maybe you surrounded yourself with the wrong. And it's not that I surrounded myself with the wrong people. I brought people mm-hmm. from where I just came from. You feel me? That wasn't ready for this journey. And so I got to ask that question. Oh, boy, you snapped on that last ball right there because yeah. they weren't ready for that journey. Because yeah, that's what my question would be. When you come, it ain't like you was in private school with a whole bunch of private school folks growing right, up. You see right. what I'm saying? So what the hell are you supposed to do <laughs> yeah. when you get grown? How the hell do you not rock with your people that you know when that's all you know at the same time? So you got to feel some kind of way having to leave. So you can be by yourself then. Yeah. I mean... For a second, yeah, you know what I mean. And once you, once you there, yeah, you know, um, it'll be people come. Okay, and and, and they came to me. It's just I didn't, I, I didn't want to. Like, <laughs> I'd rather be around Tom Tom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it's just like, it's the choice. Yeah, you want that? You want this? Yeah, yeah. It don't look like not. You don't have as much. It's not as much drama as it is. You know, it, you know, it ain't full of, hey, nigga, what about yeah. it? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a it's a level up thing. Exactly. You feel me? Yeah, it's calm in here. Nobody's shooting in here. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no pills on the table. Yeah. Here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You know, I feel everybody that. Everybody ain't smoking weed on this way. You <laughs> exactly. know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's an elevation. And if and sometimes, sometimes we don't be ready. Yeah. You know, some of us ain't, ain't ready either. Dobe. Toby. I mean, speak on him, man. His talent, being able to rock with him, that whoa, Kimo Sabe going crazy, and then his untimely passing, man. Well, me and Dobie, man, um, you know how you get 
to you get to a label and you had that that one you got to meet. Yeah, I was the one of the ones Dobie had to meet. You know crazy. I mean? So when he got there, my man drove. Yeah, so I got, you know we was kicking in. You know he was. We gravitated towards each other. Like I remember on his run, mm-hmm. I went out the way to be at his show. Yeah, he went out the way to be at my own. I'm gonna come with you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And this 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 is facts. Where yeah. you at? I'm up in New York. We ain't even together. Like, yeah. uh, what you got going? I got to show him. Like, well, shit, I'm finna come over there. You at? You yeah. feel me? Like that. So, and you know, this the club he, um, they did that in man. That was one of the clubs that had birthed me. Like, birthed me. Like, I had. I could go there now, and I got memories in there. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Not even from. Hustle game. I'm talking about from Raheem. Yeah, I had been eating in this club for decades. My God! And uh, to know that that's where that happened at was heartbreaking. Yeah. And when they told me that shit when I was on the road, they told me that shit, bro. I was at this hotel, and um, I just cried like a kid. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, because it was stuff that we supposed to have did that was, you know. That was between us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was my dude. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, to see that happen to him in his hometown, it really scared me. Damn. To the point of, like, what what would they do to me? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And, like, I started seeing in the industry how people will fuck with you when you having stuff. You feel me? Or, or if you popping or if you're not popping, niggas not really fucking with you like that. And sometimes I, 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 I would quote, I would just say, rather than being around this fake ass shit, I'd rather go lay with Dobie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? Not saying like I would end my life, but if yeah. I had a choice, you feel me? I'd rather lay with you, my boy, than be around all this fake ass shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just, and that, and that's just, it was a sad thing, man. And every time. Uh, I was just in Alabama two days ago with the mayor of Birmingham. Mm. Birmingham. I was in the mayor uh, with the mayor from Birmingham, and uh, I always, always, if I'm anywhere in the South, you know, I make sure I big up my brother. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To the point where like, I drove on, drove on, drove on ride, and like the verse I had on there, one of the best verses I ever. Seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, another verse, Undertaker, Tip, Buck, you. That's another crazy time. It's a crazy time. Break that bars down to me. Uh, Thousand Round Magazine, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, bro, I didn't even know that that verse was going to be like that big. Yeah. You feel me? That was a serious, serious bar. And you know, where that droid? I was like, probably high. <laughs> and it was almost like, um, that was the album that Tip got a Grammy on, I think. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So we was writers on that. Yeah. And you know, we deserve a horn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, that that verse, it came from, you You want me to be honest? Talk to me. The, that verse was pieces of verses. It wasn't mm. a whole verse. It was, uh, I, I, I remembered this part, and I was like, you know, you ever seen, you uh, what is it? Five heartbeat, whatever. It was, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. No, all the different the papers. Garbage, yeah, he was. You know what I'm saying? I had pieced some stuff together, and it yeah. came out. It That's came out. Like that. yeah. Okay, Dro. All of that time you spent trying to get into the music industry, 
was it everything that you expected or did it turn out to be a little bit more wilder than you expected? Um, I want to say the fame part was mm. everything I expected. Okay. But the people wasn't. Yeah. But, um, people, and I, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? Get your money. Go wherever it's hot at. But it's genuine is is something that you can't really find yeah. in, in people in the industry because it's all about a dollar at that point. Like, your name fades with the dollar. You know yeah. what I mean? What could you offer? What could you, you know, is he hot? Uh, you know what I mean? Nobody ever, like, when I when I learned about the industry and, and I seen how they, how the powers that be work us, you feel what I'm yeah. saying? Nobody cares about the well-being of anybody. You know what I mean? Even though I was on drugs, um, nobody really cared about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They didn't mm. really, they didn't give a damn about my upbringing or teaching me how to, you know what Survive. I'm saying? Actually, yeah. artist development, as you, so to speak. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, nobody cared about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, the people, I, I, I didn't really feel. You know what I mean? I, I, I seen people fall in love with me and fall right back out. Mm. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a lovable person for life. Like, shit, you stop loving me, nigga. <laughs> One thing I ain't seen is a motherfucker leave. You know what I'm saying? God damn. Motherfucker was like, oh, okay, well, this year. And th that's why I'm thankful from God that he was like, okay, I'm going to put another hit on you. You yeah. feel me? You don't, you don't fuck with him. You, you think he gone? I'm like, I'm put another hit on you. Come on. You know what I'm saying? You think he gone again? I'm going to put another one on you. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And it, it almost be like, you got to keep turning around. Like, exactly. He back. He back. He back. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So Harder than he was the last yeah, time. Yeah, it's cool. You know what I mean? Now, speaking of that love, though, Dro, what was it like when you had your love affair with Fantasia and the whole world was watching and you had to have one of those public... Relationships, man. Uh, it was different. Yeah. Um, Fantasia was like, and still is a great person. Like, and um, I don't, I don't think that people actually know how good of a person that is. Mm -hmm. And for her to even put on my shit, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, it was, it was like, uh, it was different. Yeah. Um, I was taught to love, period. But I was. I groomed myself to love a, a certain kind of woman. Yeah. When I met her, uh, boss, you know what I mean. Like I'm living in I'm living in a, a very expensive house, but mm -hmm. I wasn't living in it like that. She came and was like, "Hey, this go right here. Yeah. This go that. That's you know what I'm saying. I'm used to chicks saying, give me money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was like, you know, she was like, we finna get this straight with this IRS. Yeah, like listen, like you finna take this and we finna stay down and like we gonna make history and you feel what I'm saying stuff yeah. like that. Um, and being in the uh, being in the public eye, uh, I remember. Meeting Patty LaBelle, and she was getting in my shit like, motherfucker, you better goddamn treat her right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, like, you know, we had the color purple. That yeah. She was doing for Oprah. I'm, I'm watching, I'm, I'm there. We're living in, I think we was living in Cali. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, and it was, dating her was a, a different, a different kind of thing for me. Yeah. Like, we went through a lot of emotional stuff. She put up with a lot of stuff. Like, she had to deal with like a demon, like you know what I'm saying, like you know what I'm saying, like I remember, I remember getting humble points from her, 
She was so down to earth, my man. Mm. Like, I, I could, we could pull up in the hood, bro, and one of the homies, one of the little homies might come up, hey, how y'all doing? He was like, oh, let me drive the car. She gave him the keys. Like, we in Summerhill. <laughs> <laughs> we in Summerhill, Mechanicville. You might, she was like, he all right, he can drive. I'm like, baby, you really? You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and being around, like, and then our background was kind of like the same. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the church background. I sung in the choir. Yeah. And, you know, I remember... I remember laying down, bro, in, in 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 the house when we we stayed we stayed out in when she stayed out in Charlotte, and hearing these people sing in the morning time on like somebody would get on the piano, Rico might get on the piano, mm. the the mama might be singing, Fantasia start, and I'd be upstairs crying, bro. My God! <laughs> and then when they come upstairs, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I need to quit singing down there, bro. Like. That's how healing a nigga's soul. Yeah, like dating her was different. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you know, I was able to meet um, the great, the late great. Um, what's her name? Aretha Franklin. My God, I was able to meet her. I bumped into Clyde Davis. Yeah, I met Paul Abdul. I met Simon. I met yeah. all these people. You feel me? We got drunk out in L.A. one day, and. I know I embarrassed the shit out of her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, we, 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 she took me out, and I'm hanging with all these people. Um, and, uh, and and it was just a, another level of of stardom. Yeah. Me, you know what I mean? To actually date the American Idol, you know what I'm saying? And have, and we, and, and like, have, like, some serious ties. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know your family. Like, it just wasn't us dating. Our families was cool as hell like yeah her mom was you feel me and she used to be like man you remind me of my dad yeah. you know what i'm saying like, like you know what i'm saying yeah and when i saw him i saw what she was saying you know what i'm saying and she reminded me of my mom like when they met they was inseparable and like it was it was dope you know what i'm saying and then like when we used to go out i really had to realize like she she was a bigger star oh you feel me it was people I was Fantasia boyfriend for a long time. <laughs> my name, I got a whole name. <laughs> oh, they go Fantasia boyfriend. Like, but I ain't drove. <laughs> you know but it was almost like, and, and guess what though? It, it was almost like it's 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 bigger. It's bigger than us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The situation that we was in, like, was bigger than us. Some people tried to give us TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and and I I, I was just. I was in my zone then, and I wasn't really level-headed to actually go forth with a, a public relationship, how a gentleman should carry on and what yeah. he should do. You feel me? I, I had no clue. Nobody had ever, I had never, nobody had ever got married that was around me but Tip, and it took a long time for him to. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nobody, it wasn't no figures like that in my way. Yeah. You feel me? So so be, me, me falling short of that, I can own that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that could have went, that could have went totally different. Yeah. But the way I performed, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't have went for that shit either. <laughs> <laughs> when you speak on those levels of stardom, man, can you break that down for the viewer that's wondering what the hell is it like being in Hollywood and what are the different levels because it's levels to it all. Yeah. So the the level it's it's levels, right? Yeah. When you like say for instance. When you first walk in the door and yeah. they first see you, that's that's a level. Yeah. Now when y'all start talking, yeah, that's a level. Yeah. And uh, what 
when you start talking, then the sense you make, mm-hmm. you feel me? That's the level. Yeah. And when you get ready to leave, you know, it's it's just different parts. Mm. Like so, when I came in, I was ghetto. Yeah. When you know, by the time in the middle of it, I learned how to interact with people. Mm. I learned how to talk. I learned what foods to eat. Yeah. You know, at the table, how to sit. Yeah. You know, what to say out loud. What not to say. You feel me? So when you when you when you elevating you get a chance to be around different stars. Mm-hmm. I met Jay-Z. I done been around Beyonce, you know, having dinners and stuff like that. And this was on on the, on on behalf of Tip, but I had to show him different levels. Yeah. You feel me? I don't think he would have brought me straight off like, man, I'm going to leave this nigga at home. <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? It's some people you just got to leave at home. Yeah. But I dressed the part. First of all, I'm dressed. The way That's I dressed, right. that shit was like, this nigga got to have some sense. Exactly. You feel me? You ain't going to be walking in the store getting Brioni and stuff like that and then like stupid as hell. You Come on, man. <laughs> so the conversation changed and like stardom, it's, it's almost like how far mentally can you go? Yeah. And you know, the sky's the limit, but you know, you can't even grab it. You feel mm-hmm. me? So that's what the sky the limit, sky's the limit really mean. Like nigga, you won't even be able to grab this shit, but you can go further and further. Exactly. So when I when I when I see when I talk about different levels of stardom, it gets better and better. It, it shouldn't get worse. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You shouldn't end up back where you came from. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? That's the different levels I'd say, like, you know what I mean? You go you go from one to ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I got to ask you about another one of my favorite Joe features, man. Eight Ball and MJG, bring it back. What was it like when you got in there with them boys and you knew that you was going to have to bring it because this was Eight Ball and MJG? On the Nitty Beat. On the Nitty Beat. Um, Nitty actually made that, you know, and I, they didn't know this, mm-hmm. but Ball and MJG, bro, come on, was such a big part of my life, man. <laughs> They it was like they had something to say. They was my they was they was the cast first. Yeah, you feel me? Like bro, ball. Spe- you know my favorite one was ball. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, and I really I really dug both of them. But ball was like he was like, I, but MJG was my nigga too. He was a mall too you now. Feel me? Yeah, you know, on that lay down, you can't, <laughs> can't even top these niggas. Versus, Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? So when Coming up, it was almost like a, it was a dream come true. Yeah. And I think that God just, it's its the law of attraction. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, it, it just came back and fell in my lap. And once I got a chance to do it, I was like, fuck yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, y'all yeah. serious? And then when they got that, it was, I, I went to rapping verses back and forth that, I ain't skip a yeah. word. You feel what I'm saying? Like, bro, I know this about you, man. Like, yeah. I followed you. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was big to me. So when they came and said, hey, bring it back, I went I, I went crazy and did my thing. Yeah. And that shit charted, and that shit was big record. Yeah, yeah. We was back on number one on the countdown on, on 106, and I was able to get on a real horse in the video. Like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They was like, uh, so they was they was like, what's your ideas on the video? I was like, can I ride a horse in it? You feel me? They was like, hmm. nobody's ever rode the horse. Like, <laughs> like, and I, I didn't really want to ride a horse. I wanted to live out the polo thing. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man, I walked this horse up into the studio and I sat on him and rapped. And <laughs> that shit was 
I crazy, man, <laughs> crazy. Man, who some um it was a a, um, a producer of uh, the DJ who did the he was scratching the heat from New York. Yeah. He was like, Troy, you in a zone, boy. He was like, man, I ain't never seen no artist get on no damn horse and rap on no goddamn <laughs> man. That shit was and I felt good. I felt good to be a part of that. Yeah. And we actually I remember the Monique was show. We we actually performed on the Monique show mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That was, that was dope. What was your favorite time in the industry, Dro? Um, well, you were just having a time of your life. You wasn't depressed. You wasn't uh, high. Uh, you was just having a damn good time, enjoying it. Uh, the We Fly High with Jim Jones. Talk to me. That was that was my favorite time. Jim Jones, them, and we used to have like, you know, uh, New York always accepted me. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. When Dip, when Dipset called on me a lot, yeah, you feel me because. When me and Jimmy did that, that was just Jimmy calling. Yeah. Cam called. <laughs> hey, man, we need him over here, man. We flew. Jason G, we flew up there. Yeah. Harrell called first. Yeah. You feel me? Vado uh, called. You feel me? It was just like, they was like fucking with him. Like, yeah. It was like Harlem niggas. You feel Thanks. me? And I... I was like a Harlem nigga in Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The way I dress. I'm with we you. I'm with you. Know you know what I'm saying? We yeah. was like different people. You know what I'm saying? So when 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 I got that notoriety from them, like they was like, man, that shit. We fucking with Dro. Yeah. You feel me? That was the time that we fly high era when we got on the remix, when Puff, them, Birdman, all of us was on that fucking track, bro. And I pulled that truck up down 30s. This was before I, <laughs> this was before I turned the rose gold. Mm. And, and I had and I had the ruler and I let the ruler down and I was, you feel me? That shit was like that era when I was riding around with six singles on the radio, like mm. six songs that were singles. You feel me? I was having a great time. What is the money like when you got six singles on the radio at one time? Shit. I'm gonna tell you this. Um, when 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 that shit was going on, the the bank account changed. <laughs> and me, me and Tip met at uh, Puff Daddy restaurant. Uh, yeah. I forget what the name was. Um, um, we met up up there. He was like, "Yeah, man. Um, I, I heard through the grapevine, man. You know, your money done got there and went up. You feel me? <laughs> and we was and it was it was just it was different. The money was so good, bro." So like, I was calling the bank like two, three times a day. Like, it was like, yeah, I was like, how much money you say in the bank? They was like, man, so and so point something. And I, it was like, so I, I, I wait. Next thing, though, I call back. Hey, so uh, how much in that now? They were like, Mr. Hart, you just called. I, like, I just want to know. <laughs> it was a, it was a good time. Yeah, it was a, it was a great time. Like you know to be, and I and I for long. You know you know what? I didn't believe it. Yeah, I thought it was a dream. My God. Yeah, when till. Was in and out for a few times during the middle of the Grand Hustle run, man. What did that do to the movement? How did that impact you? Um, I still, right today, I still, I'm still upset about not being in a good headspace. Mm. Because that was, he was such, so much of a dominant artist. Yeah. It was hard to, it wasn't hard to, it was like why he was there. And he's an artist too. You feel what I'm saying? So when when you sign to an artist himself, it's yeah. hard to get him to just sit to the side and let me do. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? And I respect that. You yeah. know what I mean? But 
while he was gone, if my headspace would have been different, yeah, we wouldn't have these a lot of conversations we have today. So back then, I held my own, I held it down, but I didn't know really the opportunity I had to actually go somewhere. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like even though I was straight, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? You could have if my headspace would have been good. Like I never really had the mentor. You feel me? Yeah. When I got over there, I was just with my partner's building that he was building. Yeah. You feel me? Nobody came with me. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it was almost like this this room right here and be be high like, man, come in here. And, I, and when I get in here, that's your cameraman. This all the stuff that's said. Yeah. You feel me? And I just got in here and I'm like, you feel me? I'm yeah. just looking around. You feel me? And I'm just by myself. Yeah. So really, it's so when he went down and did his thing, you know, I had the opportunity to actually excel, but you know, shit really didn't work like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's not. I'm not. I don't feel bad about it. I'm just. I don't. I don't agree with that shit either. With yeah. Myself either. You know what yeah. I mean? But when he went down, I I really appreciated him showing me independence too. Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Cause I was holding motherfucker down. Yeah, and 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 what and, and the thing that I want to uphold the most throughout my career is my live performance. Yeah, and that's what would make you think. If you saw that, you would think everything was okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> you were like, they still straight. But yeah. actually, that's just a you know, it's it just kept me it kept me grounded. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying to get out there and give my all in a, in a at a concert, man, shit keep me grounded, and it made me feel like. I am holding it down. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And once, once I think when I when I when I look back mm-hmm. on, on on when I look back on everything, bro, mm-hmm. I done put out fifty albums. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. It's just that they didn't do. They didn't. They wasn't like like me, my mixtapes are. I consider them out. Yeah. They, they still like got some of them on my passionate music on. Yeah. There. And it's just I just kept putting them out. Boom, boom, and these. Some of them were doubles, 20, 30 songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of music. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's what kept me grounded. But like if you go look at it, I have a lifetime of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that keeps me sane. You know what I mean? I mean, one of them mixtape records too, that fresh with Jazzy Faye, man. I mean, what was that like when you got with one of that Jazzy Faye? Well, getting with Jazzy Faye and his production. Yeah. Um Jazzy Faye was is Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be in a room with him is uh is like magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 let me tell you something. I, I it, it take for him to tell you how quick it was. Mm. You feel me? It was quick. Like yeah. it didn't take no time at all. I mean like fifteen minutes, like on the track. You know what I mean? Fresh probably came out in about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just his beats require something. It it makes it makes you the beat make you say, if you don't rap on this beat, I'm gonna slap the <laughs> shit out your motherfucker. <laughs> and that's is and getting in the room with Jazz, he he give you the, his energy bounce off. He it, it, it goes right from him to you. Yeah, you feel me? It go from you to the beat. Yeah, you know what I mean? You to the mic. You know what I'm saying? So being in the room with Shadi is like being in the room with a god. You know. What is Young Dro's personal favorite song? Where you just felt like you just laid it on the line when you went in that booth and snapped. Uh, 
It's a lot of them. <laughs> my favorite um, one is I'm Sick of. That's one of my yeah, favorite ones that, right there. Was, I just had to throw that out there. Lucci was telling me that was his yeah. favorite one. Um, I think... Um, take them um, out. Mm. Take them out from day two. Yeah. Take these niggas out. Like, uh, that was... That was like a moment in in hip hop and the lyrics on there. If you listen to them, to take take them out on day two, you'll understand why I still do music. Yeah, you feel me? Like, oh, it's it's natural. You know what I mean? And and like when people people like Lil C, Lil C was like, bro, I need you to rap. When I heard that B, I I was like, you don't even have to ask at this point. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like that was one of my favorites. But hear me cry was one of my yeah, the the one I would stick by. Talk to me about hear me cry where you just damn near you make a grown man cry listening to that thing, man. Because I mean that was just the truth mm. in raw form. Yeah, um, it was my truth. Yeah, um, it was a chance for me to tell people what had happened to me, what had happened to my mom. You know, yeah, how, you know how, how my father was living, um, things that I saw growing up. And it couldn't have been it could the timing couldn't have been better. Yeah. The introduction. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember flying to on the West Coast, I think I was in San Francisco, and uh we was doing a radio run before when when the album came out, promo, mm -hmm. and like everybody called the radio station was like people was crying, man. Damn. Like, bro, hear me cry, man, just and and it walked so many people through their time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like like when like how something from Thug can walk me through a time. Yeah. You feel me? How something from Lucci can walk me through a time. Yeah. How something from Baby can walk me through a time. And the and, and literally in that order, like how it, it can walk me yeah. like through a time. So when it when I when I seen myself in that position where I was walking people, mm. man. I just I had to take it for what it was. You yeah. know what I mean? Like some stuff you're gonna do, bro, it's not gonna be it's gonna be bigger than you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't gonna be just for you, even though you wrote it and wasn't nobody around. That was for God has a way of showing people stuff that's for other people. Yeah. You feel me? This not even for you, son, this for this person. That's right. Even though this your truth, it's a more of a truth for them. That's you know right. What I mean? It's bigger than us. What artists out here? that Drew admires, that you listen to, you like, that guy right there went crazy and I just love listening to their music. Right now? Well, just all, all together. I, I have to go Wham. Mm -hmm. Wham right now, Lil Baby right now. Yeah. He is, he's, I, I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? I, I don't have to, uh, you, it's believable. Yeah. You know what I mean? He ain't doing no extra capping. Yeah. You know what I mean? He don't want nothing that he don't he he's not deserving of. Mm -hmm. Um and it's just uh it 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 inspires me to keep keep it moving. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like Shouty got him got something going on. He got something <laughs> on man. You know, I feel the same way about future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Future, future do a lot for me in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like and Thug too though, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I always been a big fan of Thug and Lucci. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Luce. Yeah, Lucci. Like these these the, between them four, yeah. Them niggas, that's my 
that's my track. That's my uh, that's my track. Those are my tracks in my head. They play out all the time. I feel that. You know what I mean? New TV show on the way though, Dro. Yeah, man. What's happening? <clears throat> man, me and my sister Trey, man, we well, one day she was like, uh, man, I'm finna get, you know, I'm finna start this this TV show with these girls. And um we about to we about I'm about to start interviewing these girls and I'm about to put all these girls together and we about to have, you know, uh, Atlanta bad girl booty count. <laughs> so I'm listening. That's hard. I'm listening to her. I'm like, so how you how you about to go about it? Yeah. And so she was like, I'm just finna start interviewing bitches and we finna start, you know. Yeah. And you know, and, and so I hear I hear the dream and I was like, she she could use me too. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so really I saw her dream and was like, man. I can I can make it bigger too for yeah. like you know her her dreams are big and if I jump in there they could be extra big. That's so right. When both of us came together, man, and and seen what, what and when I saw what she was talking about, yeah, I was like, this is wild. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, this is big shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when she was like, yeah, and, and it gonna work. You feel yeah. me? So I'm telling you, it's gonna work. And I'm listening, and I wouldn't have never thought, yeah, to do that. You know what I mean? I, right. I, and like not. Us, yeah. You feel me? You you kind of like go when you have thoughts like that. You take that shit to people and let them, you know, manifest it for you. Yeah. But she, we didn't take it to nobody. That's right. We crunk up the cameras. Come and, on, man. The girls together. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that shit is working like a motherfucker. Like it's hard, man. We we been in. Um, we started off at our club at Blue Ivory. Mm -hmm. Me, her, uh, my brother Tread. Uh, Brian, Marcelo, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we all came and we was it was it was a um it's a team effort thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But with with the dream she had though to actually bring it to life is 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 heartwarming, man. That's great. And uh, um shout out to the cast members on there. They were they they are phenomenal. Like all the girls that come forth and put an effort to get their brand out and it's yeah. just us it's just us empowering black women on if you was a stripper, I know it's something else you want to do. Yeah, you feel me? You got people. I got people that done been in jail. Girls that done been in jail. One of the girls been in jail for like ten years. You feel me? That yeah. that she writing books. Yeah. You know what I mean? She got. She, it's it's different things. You know that she got going. That she has planned for herself. She got out of jail and hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Jelly. And and it's another it's another girls on here. It's other girls on here that cooks and has. You know, dreams of being big chefs, and it's a lot of money and all of these things. And what I want to um, provide is a platform for you to be able to exploit yeah. your talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, when China says she want to cook, mm -hmm. you feel me? And she can cook, goddamn it! <laughs> and I don't agree, <laughs> motherfucker. But when you say you want to cook, and you know, you you need to get out there. All yeah. right, cool. Use me. Like, what you want me to do? A drop? Yeah. The food? You feel me? Now yeah. everybody, you feel me saying? So exactly. it's almost like, what could I do to help you get to where you're going to be? That's right. You feel me? It, it, even if it's not much, I just want to give you a little bit of what a God gave me. Come on you now. You feel what I'm saying? So just pass, just to pass it off. And the drama too. If you know how to be the bitch, <laughs> I, ain't gonna, you know what I ain't gonna say life ain't real. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, once they in there, you know, it, girls... Girls in tight spaces, yeah, get to act. Get crazy. real, yeah. yeah. So you know, we we're we're not just 
focused on drama. Yeah. But drama happens while we're focused. Come on, no <laughs> controversy, no show. Yeah, yeah you're you right. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Don't play with him. Yeah, don't play with him. That new album, man, what do we need to be expecting from this thing, man? Um, November 24th, I think. Yeah. Uh, the don't play with him, it's just, it, it's just me standing my ground. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is on what we putting out with RPM. Shout out to Orlando and everybody at RPM. Yeah. Uh, I've been knowing Orlando since Atlantic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people in the industry still fuck with Dro, like a distribution deal I have with them. And when they when I when the name pop up, oh shit, hell yeah, Dro. Yeah. yeah, let's let's get a project. You yeah. feel me? So um, I, I try to put forth an uh, effort to get a good project off with everybody I come encounter with. Yeah. Encounter with. So um, we're putting out that don't play with him, um, which is uh, a dope a dope thing. We actually put out the, the single TikTok that really That's did, hard. That, that, that went really crazy. Well. Yeah, it went well. You know what I mean? Uh, so really, uh, we're we're going. I went back in the studio and and I want to say it's got some of the music. Before the sober part and yeah. some sober. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, is the sober dro still snapping as hard as the hydro? Yes. Okay, just yes. make it show. I, I think I think um for the simple fact that I don't think you don't I don't think you forget to learn how to ride a bike. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You, it's, it's no way to re-remember that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I ride a bike the same way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, like, yeah. So, I mean, like, it, 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 on Don't Play With Him, it's, it's, it's got a lot of good different producers on there Yeah. that has, you know, different angles that what, where they want to come from. Kid first first class on there. Kid class, I mean to say. Yeah. And, um, um, what's the other, what's the, what's my other boy named Big John? Where he go? No, you good. Z. Kid class, and it's just it's different producers on there that I worked with before, um, before a lot of these positive uh, decisions I'm making now. <laughs> I feel that it's some shit from the back of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But actually, um, it's it's fresh music though. You know what I'm okay. saying? It's just new music to my ears and to the um, consumer ears. But um, I have a new artist on there. Named Duty Too Rich, which mm -hmm. is my cousin. Okay, you know what I mean. And uh, he shouted from Bankhead. Okay, you know what I'm saying come from humble beginnings. You know what I'm saying. And uh, his story is phenomenal. You know, I'm gonna let him tell it when he when he gets the chance. Yeah. Um, but Duty Too Rich, you should be looking out for him on there. Um, I think uh, Black Youngstone there. On okay. The TikTok remix. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Shout out to Shouty for even reaching out and and doing it without. You feel me? Yeah. I'm talking about, he heard it, you know, Big John let him hear it, and he was just on it. My God. You feel me? And it's just, we didn't have to go back and forth. Yeah. But when I heard it, we had not even talked. Yeah. So when we talked, he was like, you heard that motherfucker? I was like, yeah, yeah, you went crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was almost like that was organic. And it's just, you know, the stuff that's on the album, like, you can for sure, you can for sure be like, drove rap still. What is it like for you having new adventures and, well, New labels and all of this stuff going on, independent and just coming back out here doing your own thing, standing along with it. Um, it's it it feels it's 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 a different motion. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I and I like the so the slow grind. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Because when stuff coming fast, you don't really know how to grasp mm -hmm. grasp it. Like so when when um when God blessed me 
with my own record label, which is Redline. Yeah. Um, and the people that I got on here, you know what I mean? Um, shout out Sierra that's helping me run the company. Yeah. And um, it's it's almost like ownership. Uh, s- stuff is different. Yeah. We're doing it ourselves, like it comes through me. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? And it feels it feels good to to have that. Yeah. You know, to have that in my accolades. I feel I mean? that. I yeah. feel that. Lastly, Drow, how can these folks contact you? And what do you want to let your fans know off in this thing, boss? Oh man, um, I, w- I would like to uh, let everybody know to, to get at me on Instagram, which I'm. I think I'm blocked out my page. I, know, <laughs> I think I'm locked out. But you know, uh, I just got to learn how to run the page, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, one young dro, I think that's yeah, that's on Twitter. One young dro on Instagram. I don't have a TikTok, but. I do have a TikTok song. <laughs> Same thing. I think I got one, but we yeah. just we just not, you know, I let my little girl do all that. Yeah, but, I feel um, that. And, and then, like, it's it's almost, and, and listen, I do have uh, a thirst for new talent. Okay. You feel me? Um, if you are, if you do see me on um, on social media, and I do have uh, a Bad Girls Booty Camp. Uh, page, okay. You know what I mean, Bad Girl Booty Camp Atlanta page that me and my sister run. Okay. You can get at me through there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, the new talent, man. I'm so big on this because I always I can see it. Yeah, you feel me? Just like my own. I got a, it's an artist from Tennessee named Lil Kale. Mm-hmm. Bro, when I tell you, shot is 16 years old, but. When when I when my partner introduced me to him, mm. you know, Shawty had got shot in the head, my right, God, in, in, in his in in the face, in his eyes, mm. right, and it's and, and it took his vision, but he was on his way to Atlanta, man. When I tell you, Shawty sliding so hard, Shawty walking all beats down. Right now, he can't even see, and walking beats down in the studio. So when I tell you, I'm big on uh, talent. Yeah, you know, as soon as he get well. Yeah, I promise you, I'm gonna walk him right up here. Damn real, you know what I'm saying? Damn like, right. And, and like, it's almost like the new talent today needs to be like when me and Shawty be on the phone. I'm not just telling him when he get the bag, go that way. I'm actually developing an artist. Yeah, you feel me? I'm I'm developing artists to the point where I'm telling him you can go get this car or you can you can save it. You yeah, know, or you can get you can get a lot of jewelry, or you could you feel what I'm yeah. saying? You shouldn't you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do. I'm actually caring. Yeah. Everything I did wrong, <laughs> I'm telling them to do right. Exactly. So yeah, so you know, I'm doing this with Duty Too Rich. I'm doing this with any artist that I come in contact with. You feel what I'm saying? And and if you don't want to do the work, then I don't think we should be in business together. And I'm a teacher, and then it'll get on your nerves. Yeah. But it's some OG shit. Like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a big homie if I didn't teach you how to do it right. That's right. I'd have done everything wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, I, and I can show you how to get it right. Already. Yeah. Dro. Oh, man. Boss, appreciate, appreciate you coming you, through man. this thing, man. Already. Wish you nothing but the best and much success. Yes. Be high ready, yo, shout it. Holla at y'all in a minute, man. We go.